What's up, Road Trippin' fam? Ready to travel? Travel back to the west side as Brooke and Evan bring us episode 96 with sports journalist and broadcaster Taylor Rooks. Dive into the next hour with the crew as you get to know Taylor, who works for Bleacher Report and Turner Sports, yet her path to current day is much more dynamic. Before I send it out to the crew, wanted to also inform you all, as many have been asking, Uninterrupted has us up and running with a link to the Road Trippin' show, the Luke Walton episode, in its entirety. Head over to our Instagram page at Road Trippin or at Road Trippin Pod on Twitter for the link to take you straight to the episode. That's the Luke Walton Road Tripping Show episode now on our social handles, Twitter and Instagram, for the full episodes to be watched. All right, back to episode 96. Brooke, take it away. Thank you very much, Allie Girl. It is time for your favorite podcast, or at least I'm telling you it is, Road Trippin' with Brooke Olsendam and, of course, E.T., the man, Evan Turner. Hey, hey how you I doing, Brooke? You What's doing? going on? Today we got a special guest. Yeah, I will, I'll let you do the intro. I was going to, but... I, I might have to do the <laughs> intro because I showed up yesterday. We're in New York right now. Correct. Went to Bleach Report, did a few things, you know, and uh, I bumped into uh, a friend that... We had tons of mutual friends in mm-hmm. common, you know yes. what I'm saying? So she came in, we were able to talk a little bit, and my buddy Jelani Foy was like, Evan has a podcast, mm-hmm. you should hop on. I'm like, there's no way that's going to be possible. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, She's too busy. There's no way that's going to be possible. So I'm like, well, you know, if you want to go on like a dope podcast, I think you should show up. And I thought she was just going to Hollywood me, pump fake me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's uh, she's booming out here. And she's like, no, legit, I'll do it, I'll do it. And it's legit probably... 9 a.m. So she probably yes, woke up is. at like 7. Took the train where all the... And looks beautiful still. Yeah. Oh, and, I think, yeah. And all the crackheads are probably out <laughs> bothering her, harassing her and all that stuff. And she showed up for sure. Doesn't know me from Adam. Just knows we have mutual friends in common. And she showed up and this is... uh. The amazing Taylor Rooks. Thanks for uh, pulling up, coming. Well, no problem, no problem. I love the subway, so it was it was all good. Really, that's yeah. yeah. You love the, the subway. Wait till December. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till December. You tell me the same. I thing. didn't have to wake up at seven. Yeah. Popped up at eight. Threw on some tinted moisturizer. Put a hat on. Okay, look how you're doing it. Just Carrie Bradshaw style. <laughs> just Bradshaw. just well, making it happen. And I have to say, I have to bring it up that what did you have waiting for you when you arrived? Yes, let's talk about the real, the host with the most. Yeah. Yes, Evan Turner. When we were when he was asking me like okay come at nine a.m. he's like I'll have coffee if you need it I was like honestly I'll just take grapefruit juice and toast I was kind of kidding oh you requested but then he really had grapefruit juice and toast (laughs) yeah with strawberry jelly like Like we do it down south you know what I mean so I appreciate it and a straw for your grapefruit juice (laughs) which I did not ask about the straw so he was really thinking well just so you know straws are hard to come by these days especially in Portland (laughs) they definitely are I don't even especially in Portland well and the west coast is very anti-straw right now I think there are actual like law I mean the laws are either coming or they're in effect where no straws then it has to be a just to be more green oh yes yeah really it's a big deal and I don't think the dishwashers care about washing the dishes enough just yet for me to trust (laughs) the glasses you know what i'm saying i don't don't think if you don't have benefits at that job i don't think they're really (laughs) they're really caring they're really caring so i think i don't i think we need to pass a law about making sure the dishes are washed two or three times other than if you're gonna get rid of the straws yeah no i I definitely agree but i had a friend once that would bring her own silverware to restaurants that's extra that is (laughs) well because she would say i mean think about the amount of people that have used this fork and now you're using it and then it kind of grossed me out i didn't start bringing my own silverware but i understood the premise of bringing your friend didn't leave a house before 18 she (laughs) She for sure did not leave a house before 18 she's definitely a big like germaphobe so yeah i think rajan rondo is kind of like that too yeah Yeah. i've heard he washes his hands excessively yeah he showers like five times yeah rando's a genius in his own right he's a yeah. basketball mind right yeah, amazing connect four player really amazing connect four player well, t- tell us how we know this oh because yeah. we went to a children's hospital so you know being adults you don't see some of these games all the time so eventually it goes from playing with the kids to be like yo little kid move out the way <laughs> you, Rondo head up, you know and rando was like man i could beat three of y'all at once and he was legit doing it like you know and then he gets to talking gets in your head started second guessing myself <laughs> what was supposed to be like a day of cheer turned out to be <laughs> you're yelling at each other meanwhile yeah meanwhile if I, if I meet somebody if i know somebody they'll see like a game of connect four sent to the phone like let's get it like you know what i'm saying that so is I, hilarious so i can just you know just in case i ever bump into him and 
That's so There's funny. A Connect Four board around. We got to get you like a travel Connect Four so you can have it on you at all times. Yeah, the small one. Are not, you a mastermind in any games like that? No, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Okay. <laughs> but I can shoot the shit really well. So yes, can, you can. I can shoot the shit okay, very, I understand very well. That. I'm, I'm very quick and witty on my feet. Yes, but not. We play. If we play Connect Four, I'll probably get y'all up out of here easily. Can you if, play spades? Yes, I can play spades. No, that hesitation. You <laughs> no, can't no, play. No, 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 no. That's how I know. If no, somebody no. even thinks for a minute, a real true I, spades player is like, yes, I don't, I'm the best. I don't like pressure from my teammates. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Damn, you were near. Damn, how many <laughs> yes. you get? Like, bro, relax. We in public. Take it easy. I'm no, gonna... but like spades is that serious. No. I do not like playing people with spades that do not know how to play. I'm going to keep 1,000 you. When I was seven or eight, my grandparents used to watch me. Mm-hmm. Well, you're busting the spades game open. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm not saying, not saying I was amazing, but I was good enough, and the mind was thinking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To but, make it work. Yeah, but you know, I haven't played it consistently to uh, to say I'm cold. You Can you played? play spades? I was just gonna say I'm so embarrassed to jump in here, but I have never played spades. Oh my god! Yeah, is it a card game? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, so you don't even know what spades <laughs> no, is. I've got no clue. Let's dial it down. I'm so Are you sorry. Good at Uno. Oh, I'm the queen of Uno. That's what everybody says. So they get hit with eight reverses. <laughs> yes. Five skips. I'm I'm a nasty draw four. at Uno. Oh, I turn up when it comes down. When I start skip, draw two, yes, draw Steven. four, revert. Like I, oh, I get so hyped. See, I enjoy like word games more. Like I will kill you in taboo or catchphrase, trivial pursuit. Like that You're is where I adult. live. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love of games like that. Games of humanity, that type of stuff. Or wait, so oh, cards, cards against cards, humanity. Yeah. I played that. Yeah, but no, there needs to be some type of skill to it. Like I will say a word and I will get you to know the word. Like yeah. I'm just very good at That's that type crazy. of stuff. Andre, so we did cards of humanity. Uh, me and Iguodala and uh, Mustafa Shakur. Oh, I would have loved mm-hmm. to. It's like three. Oh yeah, we can only imagine. Like with with um. It's like three or four years ago on vacation, little Cabo mm-hmm. area. Andre knows how to do it. And um, <laughs> and um, we played cards with man. Cabo. And I remember um, I remember almost losing my relationship over that. Like, come, <laughs> come on, bro. Get your shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get your shit together. How, how do you? Oh, my fault. But you know what I'm saying? Okay, but like, your podcast, you Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> Say what you want. like, get your stuff together. How do you not know that? Like, how, You got really bad. And then we're like, let's play Uno. What's Uno? I mean, I almost... I was about to go back to America <laughs> by myself. But games sure. are that serious. Like my ex-boyfriend, we stopped playing games together because that we would get in legitimate for fights sure. about it. Like well, because I don't people. like to lose, and if you're dropping the ball, I'm getting mad. Yeah. I just that's not the, it's not good for man, me. Man, at the last family reunion, my brother beat me at Madden. Yeah, <laughs> the family reunion was four days. Nobody had an Xbox. I took, took it home, <laughs> unplugged it, took it home, went went home with my stuff. They still talk about it, but. That you know, is. So you gotta funny. have class when you beat me for sure. <laughs> so that made me think of something. So when you, you talked about your Cabo trip with other guys from the league, how do like? Well, first of all, before we even get to that, let's talk a little bit about Taylor's background, right? For oh, those sure. of you that don't know, and then we'll get to the sure. Cabo trip because I do hear about me. Yes, they do. They hear about Taylor. But no, I, they wouldn't hear about. No, you. they want to hear about you. That's for sure. <laughs> well, let's start with Taylor and talk about me. where we have, where we started Big Ten, and now you, you, big things are happening for you. So mm-hmm. just kind of be humble brag a little bit, if you will. Uh, um, so I went to University of Illinois, uh, which Ooh. I think is the. Chill out, okay. We almost beat Gonzaga. I know no one cares yeah, about crazy. almost, but <laughs> last night there was that time. Yes, <laughs> one time last night at the Maui Invitational, which we lose every year. Um, but yeah, so I went to University of Illinois, and then uh, from there I graduated and started working in Chicago at the Big Ten Network. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to do a little more for myself. Wanted to do more than just like be on BTN Live and be on the show ten minutes at a time. Yeah. Um, so I decided to come to New York where I hosted, anchored, reported with SNY, which is like the, like the NBC here. Yeah. Um, and then I just started at Bleacher Report about two months ago, and we're in pre-production for my own show, that's which so I'm cool. very excited about. It's going to be an interview-based show. Um, so, yeah, that's the little The short version. Me. So, yeah. That's exciting. So, so how did you choose, like, 
in sports like how did you know you wanted to be you yeah. know, in the sport world like did you ever play any type of sports no so in high school i did run track okay. um and i did volleyball a little bit but i mean i wasn't like jackie jordan or Kersey or anything okay. like that Shout out Flo <laughs> yes yeah, so, so i um i decided to just talk about it yeah. um and when i got to college i started a blog it was called the online sideline such a lame name looking back on it but, but you know, it worked for me at the yeah. time um, and it was really just a lot of hustling, a lot of emailing people. I would try to interview whoever I could, whether it was a yeah. manager on the basketball team or like the assistant coach or the guy that used to coach, you know, and yeah. just try to get better. Um, and I remember it was my sophomore year and I was like, OK, I need to do more than just like what I'm doing in Illinois. And so I was hounding people at the NBA, like emailing, calling, saying, I really want to go to All-Star Weekend and do interviews. Like, they're never going to credential me. Like, this little 19-year-old in Illinois wants to go to the All-Star Game. I sent so many emails, they credentialed me. Wow. So me and a friend drove to Orlando for All-Star Weekend. Was that 2012? It would have been, yeah, 2012. Actually, I was there that weekend. Oh, that was tw- cr- either 2011 or 2012. No, no, yeah, for sure. If it, was in Orlando, it was Orlando, that was, a yeah. Crazy, yeah. that was a crazy weekend. Was it? See, I was like, I didn't really know She's anyone. Like, I was I just, working. Yeah, I just did my interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, but that was the first time that I had really interviewed, like, stars. You know, I interviewed, like, LeBron and Kobe and Kevin Durant and Derrick Rose and... It's you know you look back on some stuff and you cringe like the way your voice sounded yeah. the question you asked are just so stupid, yeah. um, but that's a part of it. That progression is a part of it. You should look back and think mm-hmm. you were bad because if you don't, that means you didn't get any better at that mm-hmm. point in th- this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was when I said, okay, I can really do this. Like I went down there and I fit in and I asked my questions and I felt good about it and I told stories um, and it kind of took off from there. That's so cool. I mean, yeah. that's hustling. It's starting at 19. Like, yeah. I was just chilling in college. I was like, <laughs> what am I going to eat for dinner? Like, that was yeah. all I was thinking about when I was 19. Yeah, or to drive from Illinois to Orlando. It was long. It was really uh, Who was like your that. friend? Because that was a great friend to do Yeah, that. it was my friend Kevin, and then we dropped Kevin in Georgia. Walsh? Yes, Kevin. Yo, you know, know Kevin? Kevin? Oh, here we go. Look at all these friends. Yo, yeah. yeah, Kevin Walsh. You know Kevin? Yo, that's my man. Yes, yeah, so me he and my did friend a lot Kevin drove. Yeah, he's crazy, like like basketball. Like, he tried yeah, to so he was like, too. yes, let's get credentialed. Let's no, go. Yeah, he was the to Kevin best Walsh. person yeah. to ever go. So, and then we, on the way, I'm from Georgia, so we stopped at my home, picked up my friend Samantha, and we all went. What a fun trip. Yeah. It was a good time. Like, and I, I always think that just with Kevin, me and him both knew that we loved sports. We yeah, were doing whatever sure. we could in college to just like break into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah, that's it's dope, so funny, man. you know, Kevin. No, nah, I mean, well, Kevin always used to hit, I feel like always used to hit me up for interviews and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. but I always, I always remember him, uh, my boy Daniel Poneman, who's yes, now a uh, sport- swag air. What yeah, was swag- his name? Yeah, yeah, so him and my friend Jelani yeah. Floyd, they run a, a sports agency together. That is hilarious. You yeah. work with Daniel? That is amazing. Oh, by the yeah. way, Jelani's here, everybody, if yeah, you're wondering Jelani who we're Floyd, talking to. Is that Jelani? <laughs> He's sitting on the floor behind us. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. of my good well, friends Well, the thing with Daniel and Cap, so when I was in college, the thing that really, really, like, was my bread and butter was recruiting. Mm-hmm. I covered recruiting, and I would break people's recruitments. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you did a lot of stuff with Scout.com, right? I did. Yeah. Oh, that's ill. Scout was legit. Yeah, so yeah, in a, a, it would get into... Like I would get in situations where the players would tell me where they were going before they announced, and they'd say, okay, I'm going to commit today. This is where I'm committing. You can say it. So then people started following me to figure yeah. out like where these Chicago kids were going to commit cool. to. Um, and so then like buzz started around that, and I would start to get really good interviews, and then I started working with the Big Ten Network in college. And when I graduated, it's funny. like People always think that like you're going to have everything figured out in college or if you don't have a job when you graduate you're never going to have a job. Yeah. But when I graduated, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't I was about to move back home at the end of the summer. Mm. But my last thing I was doing before I went home is we were going to go to a Drake concert. Me and my friends were going to a Drake concert. Good night then. Yeah, right, yeah. Right before you go back to mom's house. Yeah, I was like, we're going to go to a Drake concert. The highs and the lows. Yeah. And, <laughs> you silly. And on the way back from the Drake concert, this is two days before moving back home, jobless, like going to move back in the basement of my mom's house. Um, Big to Network calls. And it was like, we would like you to come work with us like five days a week and do this show. But up until that point, I'm like, oh, my God, I worked this hard and I'm not going to have a job when I graduate. So things just happen and you just have to trust in the timing of those things happening. So that's true. Yeah. No, I, I think so, too. I, I definitely think when it comes down to it, when you play with when you play with school, skill, good luck will happen. In a sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think 
I tell people, I always tell kids, like, hey, bro, like, even if you don't want to wake up and take that bus ride somewhere, mm-hmm. it's going to pay off. Like, yeah. you're going to put your penny in the bank. Yeah. You're going to do all that stuff. And it's going to pay off eventually. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I always totally. thought I would take buses all over the city just for a better opportunity to go hoop and be seen. And, you know, I didn't know what I was, like, how I was going to mm-hmm. end up. But I thought, like, it's not going to happen if I don't. You'll never regret bed, being proactive. You know yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, but you will regret not being proactive. Oh, yeah, no, for of sure. Of course, because yeah. I think anytime you want to do something crazy or, I guess, rare, you got to mm-hmm. act in that manner all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How many, how many people would have showed up and drove yeah. all the way down? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep emailing, you know what I'm saying, to shine mm-hmm. the dark. And then, you know what I'm saying, then have that opportunity and then keep grinding from there. You could have rested on your laurels and... Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then it's true. It's not like, I, already, I already got to my part where I wanted to get to. You kept, you yeah. know, kept knocking on those doors and you keep doing it. So I always yeah. tell people for what we do, I'm talking for Taylor, is that I will never regret, and it sounds like you do the same thing, making as many connections as you possibly can. Yes. Like when you meet somebody, you remember their name. The next time you see them, hello, how are you? Email, you know, if you can just re- reach out to as many people as possible and be genuine about it. You know, you know, you mm-hmm. want to, and I'm always like, if someone does a favor for you in this business, follow up with a thank you. Yes. And say, I said thank you cards. Oh yeah. No, yeah. that's the best thing. Yeah. I think like no one does it anymore. Yeah. yeah. But that's the biggest thing. And then those, cause this is such a small world, the TV business, especially sports television that I've said this before too. Like, let's say someone that's interning for me, or let's say, or interning for my company, or the, or the Blazers, in five years they could be an EP at a, a, a station I'm interviewing for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you got you treat everyone well, which you should in general, but then just continue to make those connections. I think that's the biggest thing in, in our for industry. Sure. Yeah, it's I think the different. overarching thing just in general is just it's so simple, but everyone should just be good to people. Totally. You know, it's and I think that that is something that we don't do enough just every single person life is already so hard Mm -hmm. and like the world is already shit that like you shouldn't encounter that with the people that you see every day you know so i just always try to be as nice as possible to any person that i meet because we shouldn't be adding on to that for totally you want to you want to prove some like that's kind of how i approach life too you want to improve somebody's day if you meet them i try if i'm having a bad day i almost i almost overreact to that and try to try to like I don't ever want to put myself on so, someone else. Like, just yeah. so you know, I'm having a bad day. You, mm-hmm. you try to say, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Put it aside. I'll deal with it. But I don't yeah. want it to affect other people. No, that's like my AAU coach. She's like my mentor, Mike Mullins. He always said, if you ever, like, too deep into your own worries, like, legit get up and go make somebody else smile. Because he, yeah. he's like, not many people are going to feel bad for you. And at the end of the day, you're, you're tough enough to, like, persevere and push through. So... I think that's just a great, you know what I'm saying, recipe for life in a sense. And obviously, it bodes well because you both, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, we met like 12 hours yeah. ago. And then you wake up at the crack of dawn yeah, for, me, for me and the homies. The crack of dawn. And now, now we're about to go global because of the Taylor, <laughs> a Taylor Rook. So I think next we might have to get... To top this, we gotta get somebody. I mean, like, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if we can. <laughs> this is second episode. Yeah, it's silly. Well, you guys have a lot in common, like you said. You know, have a lot of people that you know, but yeah. Chicago is something that you guys the both best city in yeah. the world. For it sure. really is. I miss it. And don't I'm let going it get 65 next week. Degrees. Yes. Going, oh, because it's gonna be crazy. It's popping. Yeah. I'm going next week for my best friend's baby shower. Oh, that's dope. Um, but most importantly, I'm going to get some Harold's. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I gotta get some Harold's chicken. Okay, gotta L. go to Sunda. Okay. Gotta to go to batter and berries Dang, you know gotta you, hit all the spots busting the moves, huh? i love chicago i what? miss the food like i think it's the I'm going best back food Wednesday city. Night. really by far so yeah. i hate when people like like even chicken wings people like, you want some wings like no i don't want wings because like, the wings you got some mild sauce yeah people, you know what i'm saying i like the pizza like i enjoy pizza it's my favorite same but it's like you go else only in chicago they do it right in my personal opinion portillo's now listen, I love Chicago. Oh, no. I love Chicago food. Not only good pizza. I don't place think out that here. Chicago pizza is the best though. It's I'm like not a talking casserole. about deep dish. I'm not talking about deep dish. But that's what you go to Chicago for. You go that's to Chicago to get, no, to no, get no, deep no, dish. No, 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 that's a myth. Like I didn't start eating. Deep Where do dish. y'all get your pizza Where from? Then you? you can go to Home Run In. Home Run In is like a local chain. Wait, is that that's like kind of in Wrigleyville? Home like Run is all area? over. It's all over. Oh, okay, there's and one then if you want thin crust, you can do Giordano's. Any hole in the wall in Chicago, thin crust is going to be legit. I didn't start eating deep dish up until I met Sam and Scalco. 
Really? And uh, I used to be at his house. We met when we were 16. I probably didn't eat deep dish since I was 16, 17 years old. But I'm saying, even if you don't eat deep dish, like deep dish is synonymous with Chicago. That's when people I, think Chicago yes. pizza Absolutely. versus New York pizza, yeah. they think deep dish versus That's when you know you're an outsider, when you're a local. I'm an outsider. <laughs> That's what you, I'm saying. When you I'm started tell, talking about I assumed you were talking about Oh, no, deep of dish. course yeah. not. I, never. And I never I never talk like, I, like, I feel like deep dish is just like uh Lasagna. No, it's just fine cuisine. Like when you go get pizza, you wear this. When you go get deep dish, you're dressing up. It's no different. It's just a and use a fork and a knife. Yeah, it's fancy Italian dish. But I mean, that that piece is like thirty dollars a piece. Who got time for that? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But like, no, I'm talking like when you go back home running or get you know the Giordano's thin crust. If you do want to do deep dish, Mm -hmm. do Lou Malnati's. You know okay. what I'm saying? And, and just keep it simple. So I didn't know people did that. I may do that. That's crazy. Man, you, yeah, you must have been hanging out with other outsiders. <laughs> and well, Portillo's is a must, for Chicago, sure. I love. I mean, I love visiting there, but I've not, obviously not spent nearly as much time as you guys. Yeah. Other than the other than the food, like what is like the, the vibe of Chicago, would you say? I love Chicago because it's a city, but you still have a homey feel. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in the West Loop and like, Everything is also a lot closer. My first year when I when I moved there, I wasn't used to like having a lot of money. So I thought I had to get an apartment that didn't cost that much. So I had this tiny studio in Wrigleyville. It was like $800 a month, okay? That's a steal. Yeah, but it was like two miles from where I needed to be, which was the heart of the city. Yeah. Like just everything, even if like here, if you're in Manhattan, but then if you're in Queens or Brooklyn, it's far. Yeah. yeah. But in Chicago, if you're living downtown, but you're in Wrigleyville or Lincoln Park, you could walk if you wanted yeah. to. Like it's not that far. Yeah, it's on it's on community for sure. Yeah, That's it's a Chicago's a huge community. It feels like a home. There's a river running through it. Someone once told me it's like New York without the New Yorkers. And I kind of feel that way. No, it's for sure. I mean, in the Midwest people are definitely very, very nice people. Welcoming. Very, yeah. Yeah, very welcoming. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, you don't really you walk down the street and people say hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, like, it wasn't until I hit the East Coast where that was kind of a foreign thing, I feel like. Yeah. It's also clean. Chicago and Toronto yeah. remind me a lot Toronto of each other. Yeah, is yeah Toronto clean. is exactly like Yeah. Yeah. I think the mayor, Mayor Daly, the former mayor, obviously, Rob is on his way out. But mm-hmm. I think they did a great job because when I used to live in Philly, the downtown area was just dirty and just terrible. So... How we do like the presentation of Chicago? I'm definitely proud when I bring people there. Like, yo, this is, this is mm-hmm. it. The Lakeshore Drive, Navy Pier, yeah, Magnificent Mile. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lincoln Park. And it's a lot of culture. A lot yeah. of culture. It's kind of segregated by a lot of culture. For it sure. was really hard for me to leave. Like, I almost didn't take the job here because I did not want to leave Chicago. Yeah. I didn't want to stop covering Big Ten sports. I love how sports fans are in the Midwest. I love Chicago. But I just didn't want comfort to be a reason why I didn't mm-hmm. progress. You totally. know? So I said, okay, I'm going to New York where I never wanted to go. The two places I never wanted to live are New York and L.A. But I'm I'm happy I did it because now I'm obsessed with New York. No, it's dope. I feel like everybody should, like I said, should have a Carrie Bradshaw Yes. Type. Yeah. Do you walk, put your... Walk the streets Listen, I hustle. am living yeah. single in New York. That's what I'm saying. The hair, the hair, the hair just... The hair's going crazy. Yeah, just, just flat out flowing you're, in the you're wind. You're picturing Carrie yeah, yeah, and Trump. Running down Central Park. <laughs> in a tutu. You know trying to get a taxi. Yeah, yeah, all that type of stuff. <laughs> on the weekends, you go out with wine with your friends. Yes. And, you, and or I martini, definitely Yeah, martini bars. And you just... You just you do your Cosmo. thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah. That's, well, that's, that's the vibe That's of it. what I picture, too. And that's what I was telling you guys before we started this, is that we talk about traveling, or not traveling, but moving so much in our jobs, mm-hmm. in TV, in, in, in sports and TV in general, that I always had this dream that I wanted to live in New York just at least one year. I mm-hmm. never got the chance, but I, I did. It was probably, I think it did stem from sex in the city. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to put my sweaters in the oven because I didn't have anywhere else to put them because I was living in the tiniest little <laughs> yeah, apartment. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to have like a thousand pairs of shoes. I wanted to take the subway. It would be so glamorous in my mind. I don't really think it is that way in real life. Mm-hmm. But it, it, hey, listen, the subway is it. glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have all these visions of living in New York City and mm-hmm. that's why I wanted I want I thought I'd just automatically be cooler. I think you really do become like a different person in New York. Mm-hmm. And not in a bad way, but just you learn a lot about yourself. You learn about a lot about how you react to certain situations. You know, when people say if you can survive New York, you can survive anywhere, yeah. I really believe that. Because New York weeds people out. You like, you'll be, be here for a year and be like, this isn't for me yeah. and you'll yeah. leave. But you just you learn what you can go through and what you can't. But it's funny just like 
I just hear you saying that you always wanted to live in New York and then you didn't, but the way you feel like you can't live in New York now, but you have so much life that Mm. you could live in New York for a year, but we've, we've put ourselves in these like kind of parameters. Like, well, the time I was supposed to live in New York was my twenties. So now I can't, but that's just something we make up in our head. You know, you could always live in New York for a year. Gosh, that was a great lesson. No, but I mean, if you want to pay 4,200 for a 700 (laughs) square foot (laughs) and have a hundred shoes and do all that and three cats and not be no. Cats. And Navi, that no is not the New York style. Yeah, he then put that up. on you. You didn't say anything about up. cats. And then pull up. I think that'll definitely work. Why you gotta do me dirty? See, yeah, I don't want cats. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, just make sure you're ready for it because ain't nothing cool about if you, if you, Hey, if you can make it. In, what does in, cat signify? Does cat signify like single woman? Yes, in it New does. York? When men is think that, single women, they think yeah, cats. Yeah, they think cats because you're lonely. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like a cat's the best thing too. But, no, because like also they take care of themselves. So when it comes down to it, it's like Got you just it. want somebody there, okay. like a dog. You too busy. You too yeah. busy hustling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Okay, I see where you're going. But speaking oh my of gosh, sex, I never want to get to the point where my comfort is my cat. No, in I, my know, I know, just, but I'm a dog person, so it right, would, I would yeah, never. I'm, yeah, I'm, a, dog I'm a dog person too. too. Yeah. So I'm, I, I have a cane Corso, okay, Italian Mastiff, but he's in. Ohio with my mom, but he's. See, he I have turned, a white lab in there in Georgia with my mom. Okay, yeah, he just turned mm. seven. Brutus, shout out to Brutus. <laughs> 120 pound <laughs> king for so. Shout out Lila. If she's listening, I don't want her to think uh, yeah, about it. Yeah. Shout, sure uh, shout out, <laughs> no dog. I've got no, no dog. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're talking dead. TV shows and we were arguing before we started taping. So yes. Yes. Asked, oh, yeah, let's get to so that. So you guys were talking about Sex in the City earlier. Mm-hmm. You also said, what, what else you say? You we like? said, on my the, favorite. We, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. well, we were saying that we we like well, we we are not a fan of uh, entourage. entourage. Yeah, but but me and Jeff, shout out to Jeff. Shout Jeff, out to Jeff, Jeff. You're in trouble. Jeff, shout out to Jeff. Jeff Curtin. We're, Jeff Curtin. They said they only seen a few episodes. No, I've seen a lot of episodes. Right, look, so I think, of course, what'd you got? What'd you categorize? I categorized as? <laughs> Entourage as a pornographic show with some guys just like shooting it like just having fun shooting the shit shooting. yeah this it's just like right, be careful you're, 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 crazy you're life in new every york day. that's where they're from queens so just be yeah. careful but i'm just saying that well, the storylines were like it, it, i don't the, need like a the, deep show but i'm just saying it was a lot of tna for no reason all right yeah i mean well the first two seasons i believe they definitely showed the glamour of it but i feel like the third season fourth fifth when Vinny was going through his trials and tribulations and things like that I think it became an amazing show. I watched it nonstop every day for like two years. But I think guys like that show because it's either A, indicative of their life, or it's B, a life that they wish totally. that they lived. Damn. That is why no. can't it just... Why can't, <laughs> why can't it's it just, either, no, it's either why indicative can't of your life, of or you wish that you lived that life. <laughs> I'm a fan. My favorite show of all time is the HBO show. The Wire is the, fa- the Wire my favorite Ill, show of all time. The Sopranos all was time. Love Ill. Sopranos. I don't think... I'm going to tell you the truth. I learned a lot, and it sounds like some BS, but I learned a lot about the movie the movie business or what could have happened in the movie business. And I was kind of ignorant in the sense of like, oh, they just, it has to be easy for everybody. So I'm thinking about Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm thinking about Will Smith, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the top the top guns. But there's a lot going, going on with it on oh, top yeah. of, I thought, hey, man, Vinny Chase was the man. Like at the end of the day, the complexity of what he was doing, who he was as an individual. Yeah. And I love a Vinny Chase lifestyle. In your twenties. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, not, I I'm mean, sure it's accurate. It, yeah, it's somewhat a, accurate. It's American. I mean, not an American dream, but you know what I mean. Like, it's come on. That's well. That's, that's it, young. You roll with your homies. You're working hard. He's like, I love you're looking. Up. I don't. He's like, by the way, come on, you guys. No, 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 I, I'm just. But so it's from Queens. Yeah, all the homies who live in L. A. They knew they weren't supposed to be there. Everything they were doing was just like, damn. Like, can you believe we're here? And, and they took risks to keep going. And I it's agree. like you, you live, and then you know, of course, the fast life comes with it. But you tell that story when you're 70, babysitting your grandkids, saying, "Hey, back in the day, I did this," or "Back in the day, I did that." But that's one of my favorite TV shows, along with The Wire. Okay, so you do like The Wire? Yeah, I love The Wire. That was that's, that's a dope like, show. Did you like Breaking Bad? I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. You haven't seen it. I, I'm so goodbye. I'm so, no, <laughs> We're I, done. But I'm so impatient. I gotta wait. I have to wait until the series is over, and then I'll watch it in bulk. Like I just started watching The Office last week. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Is it I, not the best show ever? I have to get off of this. The Office is the. Yeah. I mean, 
So I like I know line for line the same. office. I'm obsessed. So I think that Breaking Bad is the best drama okay. ever, and I think The Office is the best comedy ever. Wait, have you seen The Wire? No, I was gonna say everyone says I, I have not seen one episode because so. I think you may like that more. Than everyone me. says I that love too. The Wire. I, I I that's okay. So you just start The Office. I'll start The Wire. Yeah, okay, start. but The Office is the reason I love it is first of all they do so much improv, which we don't even know what yes. is improv and what is. Yes, yeah, some of the crazy. best scenes were improvised. Yeah, like yeah. the Oscar kiss. Yes, he didn't know Oscar didn't know Michael was gonna kiss him. Oh wow! I yeah, mean, we I don't li- know if you're there I, yet. I like the wedding. I saw oh, the wedding yeah. when they got married. Yeah, and they did the reenactment yes. of uh, the YouTube thing. Yeah, I thought that was so dope. It's like, bro, that's something I would truly do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, if I ever get married, definitely want to steal that. Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On top of. Oh, look at you thinking about your wedding. Oh, no, of course, man. Definitely. <laughs> I, I'm seeing a lot of chicken fingers at the reception. I, I was, that is my number one thing. At my wedding, the food better be good oh, and the music better be good. And that's what people, honestly, that's what your guests really care about. I mean, of course, they're like happy for you and stuff. Yeah. But they talk about the food. They talk about, what, is it open bar? And is the music yes. good? And, and that's I would really not all go to a wedding that is not open bar. Um, I went to one. Depending on the relatives. Well. <laughs> Depending on the relatives. Not everybody can have open bar now. No, that's true. Well, you see, isn't it funny how for some odd reason, people at weddings, they're like, there's no rules. It's a free for all. I'm I'm just going nuts. It's like wedding receptions. People just go crazy. No, that's for yeah. sure. And they just like okay, well I need open bar. I drink all the drinks, all the drinks, and then they yeah. start. This guy that you've never heard a word from is out there like jamming to James Brown, and you're like, I didn't even know that guy could talk, and now yes. he's out there oh, break no, dancing. I, I go to weddings and I wait for that one song. It's it's, it's at the the black weddings, but you know that <laughs> yes. one song. What what do you get up to? You get up to do the electric slide. Oh, you yeah. do get up for electric slide. The electric slide, that's 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 the one. That's the one. Always. That's that's my jam. Everyone's got to get up for that. Everybody. Hey, no, I'm gonna be up, up for, for that. that. I'm gonna be up for. You went to I Myers Leonard's wedding, right? Yeah, I yeah. went. I was at Myers wedding. Uh, Myers slide? and I went to college together. Yeah, of course. We've been good friends for a while. I also went to Sam Decker's wedding. We've been good friends oh, for damn, a while. That's crazy. Some big um, time, big, Big yeah, we are big tanners over here. That's crazy. But it's funny. I haven't been to that many weddings. I think I've been to four weddings, and that was two of them. And then my best friend got married. Really? Yeah. What's the best? Like, okay. And then I went to um, Harrison Barnes' wedding. So you've been to some weddings. Some that, weddings. No, those are the four. Really? Yeah, those That's are the four, four more than I've been to. What's like the... Uh, you uh, haven't been to any weddings? No, no, I've been to like people people that you don't care oh, about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like, wait a minute. I was going to be like, well, I went... My, I mean, my friend Jackie got married. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't you care about that? No, I've not been to any... Like, you don't know any of them. But I want to know the... Like, of celebs or or players or whatever, like the best wedding you've been to that we would know. Yeah. Andre Iguodala, um, the year they won a championship. I, I remember uh, he had it at the one and only Cabo uh, in Cabo. Oh, we're back to Cabo. Love Cabo. I know. <laughs> Dre loves Cabo. We just do trips there together <laughs> with with our significant other, not just us two. But <laughs> but I remember he, you know, he was doing a destination wedding, and um, I remember him being like, "Hey, uh, like ninety eight percent of people RSVP say they're showing up," and it was. It's a classy oh. wedding. I was in a wedding. Oh, were you? It was cracking. I, I got carried out. I got carried out. Now I was a dude that night. I, I was fasting. You were ready, Chase? I was not. I was not. <laughs> there we go. There I was go. not. I actually was not fasting. I was. Um, I hadn't drank in a while. I was trying to cut some weight. Gotcha. And that. And then Mexican boom. tequila. Next thing I know, I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. Uncle West passed me a shot of Grand Marnier. I just remember. Uh, laying on Rudy Gay because I was about to throw up and I remember uh, Pete Myers and Uncle Wes drove me back to my room on a golf cart and um, no yeah they dropped me off in my room didn't take anything out of my pockets or anything so. that's good that's a classy friend. dude so when I woke up the next morning you know they had church service and all that and um, you made it to church oh no I didn't make it to church <laughs> I was gonna say they went but to I wash ma- away all the sins but of I the made, night I, yeah I made it to the brunch I heard it was a great service I missed church when I got to yeah, the food shout out to the Lord so when I walk in everybody's like hey look who's alive <laughs> look who made like, it like, even like the workers were like hey buddy you're okay I'm like bro I, it was really that crazy oh yeah you were out of it like, wait like, do you remember the wedding like I remember from the being the drunk part. Do you remember? Yeah, do you remember the golf cart at all? Nope. Not kind of, because I was like, bro, where am I going? I was like, it's a, did the cartel? I went to the cartel get me. Oh, you know what I'm saying? But I gave one of the top five speeches of all time. I oh, okay. We want to guess Andre's so I, wedding. At Andre's wedding. I, uh, Let's hear this. I, I was fortunate enough to be one of his uh, groomsmen. Groomsmen, best, best, something like that. I don't know. When he first asked me to be in his wedding, I was kind of like. 
that's kind of soon we just met like you know yeah. what i'm saying but <laughs> you like me that much no 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 but at the same time dre's always been like a brother to me so yeah. the most flattering that's the most that's flattering. Ni- that's no, about the nicest thing you yeah can do. no of course so i thought you know dre always jokes around so much so i'm like fam you don't like it's like you want to be i feel like he's like do you want to be a best man i was kind of like wait, oh, this, wait you were the best man stop Mustafa. there were a few i'll say a slash there's only four people in a wedding so it's oh, me okay. and mustafa but, like, I was, like, 25. That's, like, a big, big deal. I was kind of, like, Tim, I'm, like, bro, you sure you want me to be a be- I might fuck, fuck the wedding up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you want me to be the best, man. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I said, no, I'll definitely be a groomsman. I'll definitely say a speech, all that. Yeah. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be the godfather to his daughter. Oh, and everything. Wow. Yeah, so, little Evan. He named her Evan and everything. Stop. Yeah. I'm, Wait, I'm, after you? Yeah, that's what it seems like, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, this is Yeah, so... no, we're, we're dying I, I'm a, right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm an amazing person. So yeah, I know. Least. But, I mean, 2K. Everything it, except like an entourage. No, no, yeah, can't no, be perfect. No, no, but this... <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that story. So, I'll tell you two different stories. So, definitely, I said... I was in a wedding. I said a speech, obviously. I couldn't hold my liquor, clearly. I'm, I'm straight edge. So, Dre, you know, he tells me he's having a... You know, him and Christina. Christina's sweetest. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm having a daughter, whatever. And so we got the name. I'm like, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's going to be Evan Noel. So in my head, I'm like, Evan Noel. So I was like, Evan Noel, that's crazy. Like, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm super like. You didn't, get, you didn't get it at first. No, I got it. But like, I'm, you know, I try for some type of moments. I'm like, bro, there's no way he thinks that highly of me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, Evan that's... Noel, you know, kind of being modest. Maybe just like the name Evan. Maybe I'm just taking too much credit for it. You never know. I don't think so. No, 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 no. You never know. So so obviously i wasn't we were during the season and everything and uh we were like traveling stuff so when she was born i, was, I couldn't be there so i didn't see her till she was like five or six months i obviously sent my gifts and everything yeah. so i'm still like if you know iguodala he's the biggest prankster so i'm like bruh like i'm like bro i don't believe this baby name is evan like you know what i'm saying like i yeah. do not, not the believe the whole time you weren't sure no yeah because dre will do stuff like that yeah. to me if you don't if you know iguodala like fall asleep in front of me takes pictures of you yes nut taps you like, you know that type of stuff she's a big ass kid so i go do yoga with him last year before we played him or whatever and i remember uh being like i remember little dre was with him so we go to the bathroom i'm kind of like man here goes my chance to ask him and i'm like hey little dre how you doing he's like smooth just chilling out and how's your sister doing like good good i was like man i gotta ask him hey is her name her name is her name Evan. Yeah, after you and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my gosh, that's legit. Well, you know what I'm saying? That is but, so nah, cool. Nah, you wanted to cry. No, nah, it's legit. Iggy's like one of my mentors, one of my yeah. idols. So like, when it comes down to it, like as highly as I think of him, just not even as a basketball player, but as a person, legit, mm-hmm. legit person, caring person, one of the best people I ever met. So like, when it comes down to it, you almost don't feel like worthy mm-hmm. in a sense because it's like, yeah. bro, this dude is like to me like a superhero totally. you know what i'm saying so fortunate enough to have that bond and see him win championships and when he's at his biggest moments or whatever else he you know when we we're in cleveland last year and stuff like that he won the championship like call him like yo where you at like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like that that's something you don't really get that many bonds with people that's especially so cool. in, in this type of industry yeah. where people are hating or whatever else so that's always like to have that genuine connection. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a yeah. blessing. So that was that was dope. That is but, awesome. Who's but, your best friend in the league besides him? Iggy. Besides Iggy, man, I, I got. I've been fortunate enough to have some pretty good bonds with people. I'm, I'm obviously on the team. I'm, I'm pretty tight with Dame, CJ, Mo Harkless, mm-hmm. Chief. You and Nurk have a fun little friendship. You know, too. of course, I, I try to have great you know relationships with them. My dude Kelly Olenek, that's my guy. You know, what I'm saying we had a definitely close bond. Drew Holiday, my brother, mm-hmm. I love him to death. Um, Spencer Halls, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas is my G. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But those are some of the people I'm super, super tight with. But, you know, somebody that I've had, like, the most interactions in that sense with probably as a man and stuff like that, uh, it's probably Iguodala for sure. Yeah. So pr- probably for sure. That's, you know, we, we talk all the time. It's my bro. What do you feel about, you know, some people don't like, the friendships that translate to the court. Like some people don't like, you know, at the end of the game when you're hugging people and being or helping your friends. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like people don't like that, not feeling like a rivalry all the time on the basketball court. Like what would you say to that? I I just think you you really have to approach it as what it is when you're on a court, you're competing. And I feel like the best way to show respect is by trying to kick, you know what I'm saying? Kick their ass in a sense. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think sometimes it's a maturity level too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to it, when the game is over, 
Oh, and then shout out Lou Will. That's my man, too. That's one of my best friends. <laughs> yeah, but, um, When the game is over, that's it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like with boxing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes down to it, you guys threw your blows. That's mm-hmm. it. The best man won. And you just leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't. I would be upset mm-hmm. if, if that carried over something as dumb as basketball gets in the way of it. You know yeah, I mean, like how everyone was mad when, like, LeBron helped Chris Paul instead of Rondo. No, I yeah, yeah. You I, know? I, I, I kind of understood it. I kind of understood it, but then at the same time, when it comes to the heat of it, and you know, and, and, and it's gonna—I I thought about that the other day. It's gonna, it's gonna go back and look like LeBron and probably Rondo just met each other. What mm-hmm. Was it five games in? Mm-hmm. So it'll be just instinct. Like, yeah, that's probably, yeah. That's probably, I think probably, I would do that. Help my friend. You yeah. wouldn't be thinking about no, the jersey. It's instinct. I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure relationship is pretty tight or whatever else. Like I—I I think that was probably the, for one besides breaking up, which he should have. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably the best thing he possibly could have done mm-hmm. in a sense because, you know, somebody tried to swing on Dre. At the end of the day, like, I, would, I, would I sit there and be like, hey. It, but you're not on my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not, you're on not my team. I'll move, yeah. you know, I'll move him back or whatever else. But, you know, when it comes down to it, like, that's just a whole, you know, whole, you know, it's just a whole shit show. And even if, you know, I don't even think LeBron even had a chance to even – he grabbed the first person he probably saw. Mm-hmm. I think it was instinct for him to do it. They took Rondo off the court right away. And it just wasn't, you know, it, there was nothing great to come from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though, shoot, I, I mean, it was great. It was crazy to see. Oh, my God, I was there. It was oh, you were there? Insane. Oh, it was man, right it was after crazy, we played. It was there. Like, the craziest thing to me, so fights going on or whatever you see chris paul walking off he's yeah. randomly talking to floyd mayweather about the flight on like on the yeah, sideline he's talking like to floyd of, yeah, i'm like yeah, what obviously cool. nipsey gets up travis scott gets up it's just a an insane scene but then i turn to the left and metal world piece or ron artest oh, depending yeah, so, on how you're feeling yeah, don't get <laughs> walks up and he's giving the media like a play-by-play of the fight. Oh, of That's course. He's, he's like, did y'all see crazy. that uppercut? So you see that left hand? Oh my and gosh. I'm like, this is insane. But then two minutes later, I'm walking. Charles Oakley's there. So it was oh, like, that's right. Yeah. I saw that later. It was just a What's weird like, like the, NBA like pipe yeah. dream. No, not only that, it was, was, was the calmest person was like Lance Stevenson. Which is like, hilarious. You know Which is crazy. But then also, too, I thought, I mean, not trying to promote fighting, but shoot. Like, Rondo, if they if they did like a charity event in the <laughs> ring, I'm gonna pull up. Like I like, I spent a lot of money on a McGregor Mayweather fight. But I was you go hell of money. Okay, who, I mean who it was just so exciting. I got, I'm going with nine. I'm going Rondo. Easily. Really? Nine rounds? I mean I mean look at the lane. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden Brandon Ingram joins. Yeah the yeah yeah. <laughs> I, you got to look at the lane. He got the reach on reach on him. I think. Uh, you know, he's in a yeah, little bit better it. shape. Rondo's yeah. a natural athlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rondo can he could probably break down like Chris Paul's a great mom, but Rondo could probably break down a yeah. break down a boxing match in a second. And then I I think I think the anger is there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the Rondo. We yeah, saw it. I, I, we saw yeah, it. Yeah, I think the anger is there. And Rondo, from what I know, uh, Chris Paul, I don't know him from anything, but I know he's a competitor. I just I just know Rondo. He, stuff like that gets him. He's just a different breed. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean. To each his own. Well, I remember it's, Dame was telling me. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Dame was, you know, obviously Dame's into boxing big time. Yeah. And I swear, I, I think I remember this correctly. I asked him who would be his, um, who, who he thinks would give him the best fight for his money. Is that the right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he said, I believe he said you. Yeah, he probably really meant I was going to win. But <laughs> no, no, no. Me and Dane, we, we both watch boxing. Like, we, we watch the uh, fights together. Um, trying to get him. He's getting deeper and deeper in the MMA. But, you know, like, after uh, like my second year in the league, I started, you know, boxing training a lot. Yeah. Just, you know, going to the gym. I was sparring a lot a little bit, um, you know, my first four or five years in the league. And, you know, we, we'll hit the punching bag sometimes. We're acting with shadow box. And, you know, we, you know, we just play around in that sense. But, um, yeah, we always joked about sparring and stuff, but I don't. I can't. It's probably not a good idea. No, I don't want to yeah, see it. Yeah, nah, I, it would never. I would never. I, Dame, I think we love each other enough and have enough respect. It would yeah. never, ever be more than what. Just Correct. a fun time. Headgear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That type of stuff. But all season, I'm like 250. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 245, 250. And Dame is probably like 220. So, but I know for sure Dame is a, a bad, bad boy. So. It's not that I'm promoting violence or anything, but one of the reasons that 
fight with the Lakers was so captivating and exciting is because it actually happened. Like people will shove, you may do a little head and then wait for your teammate to pull you back. Exactly. So, and nobody is really trying to fight. I don't care what they say. They'd be like, well, if they weren't holding me back, I would have fought. No one is actually trying to fight, but they fought. Like they connected. I think there's people in the league that would actually fight. But my thing is, okay, so if you say that, why haven't you fought? Like that's my only thing. Oh, no, no, no. I, I think legit, like, there are, like, people do get held back in a sense. I think there's certain people, the ones that are always like, there's fake tough guys. And it's like, there's certain people, if yeah. you go through their history, a lot of people to walk around, I'm not going to say any names, to walk around and swear they're tough, and he lost every single, every single scuffle ever. Yeah. Like, legit, <laughs> out of it. And it's like, fam, like, or you see them, like, in the summertime, there's no type of talk like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the two people who have never claimed to be tough guys got in a fight. Oh, no, that's, of course. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, no. But, uh, hey, I mean, that's when it comes down to I bet I you, think if you want to fight, you no, fight. No, no, of course. I bet you didn't think Brandon Ingram will fight either. And he... he I don't know. Brandon Ingram's about that. Is oh, no, from, clearly. Uh, yeah, he's from North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, he's from yeah. North Carolina. But I think, like, sometimes for sure, I, I don't think... I think a lot of people, their their next punch should be their first punch. And that's, yeah. and that's A-OK because we have a... A great group of guys and fight is never the resolve no. yeah or anything it's like not. that no and, and, and you know you got dudes that are some bad bad boys like david west who just retired mm-hmm. oh. udonis has them like so to say like i remember being on court with them and you don't mess with david west yeah but you yeah. know but, yeah, <laughs> i'm but scared at the of same david time, west like, you remember like every time they went to a free throw line and low-key be like hey square off and yeah. the only reason why they didn't, stuff yeah. would get in between and it's mm-hmm. like to say that like they don't want to fight it's like i felt that tension yeah well i <laughs> guess i'm more so fight. saying it has to be a perfect storm like yeah. both of people have to fight maybe yeah. david west would always want to fight yeah, but yeah, the person sure. didn't want to fight him oh no of course. this was the time makes, where it was like ronda wanted to fight and chris oh no absolutely absolutely and i don't think that that happens very often oh no absolutely and i don't think you should come to we don't and we get judged way differently than other people like a hockey fight that's oh that was a great night you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. a baseball fight oh that was a great night and unfortunately basketball players the narrative is starting to change a bit but with basketball players if we get in an argument the first thing they say is thugs yeah you know what i'm saying like i get into a scuffle last Mm -hmm. year defending my teammate who got pushed by two or three different people next naturally i have to do something i'm going off the court just to I don't know what I did. I had to use a bathroom or something. <laughs> you do so that I a lot. Off the court, yeah, yeah. I go to, off the court, people, you're a thug. And it's like, a thug? Like, say what you really mean. Like, yeah. I, I'm the furthest thing from a thug. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to it, I don't, I think we get penalized three or four, you know what I'm saying? Way mm-hmm. tougher than. Unfairly. Yeah, any yeah other, it's the any perception other of it. Yeah, it's perception Which isn't of it. fair. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of. Up, and most importantly, it messes up your money. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of underlying things to that. I mean, that's one thing I will say. And something I always talk about is race has always been prevalent in sports. People try to act like right now it's this thing we're talking about all the time. It's always been the same. It's just discussed more. And, you know, so it's a lot of, I think, code words. It's a lot of very, like, it's a a racial bias. And it's like an implicit bias. You're not always realizing why they're saying thug. But it's because you're like, well, this is what it looks like when you're fighting. And this is what it looks like when the hockey players are fighting. Of course. Yeah, it takes 27 punches to knock somebody out. (laughs) Like You know what I'm saying? But, like. I think not even play devil's advocate. I think sometimes even I, I've been at the point where there's words and things that come off as insensitive where I don't think sometimes people either care to change that narrative or they don't really know. You Give know me an saying? example. I mean, you can say thug and it's like, yo, to me, like you can call it thug or that's might be what they might have been trained to say or naturally what yeah. is, is said. And it's like, yo, I can tell my friend, like, yo, stop saying that type of type of stuff. That sounds ignorant. That sounds mm-hmm. That sounds like you're categorizing me because some of the people I've I've met or some of the people I know that have gotten into a situation are some of the smartest people you'll ever meet, mm-hmm. come from great backgrounds, do great things for people. And it's like to, for, to be categorized as that is nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not that's not the right way to go about it, especially if you go to a baseball game or go to a hockey game and you got guys that are bruisers mm-hmm. and, and, you know, enforcers are just waiting for a fight. Right. You dig what I'm saying? And, and, you know, we might, you know, certain guys, again, it's scuffles or whatever, might be the most religious person. And you might look into a different sport and these people are out 
drinking, going crazy on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, and that's what and, sucks. And, but I, I think, think we're people are judged off it, situations. Yeah, no, like that's life. No, no, absolutely. You know, whatever yeah. situation you put yourself in, somebody is going to look at that snippet and then say that it's you. No, absolutely. Which is why we always have to be so conscious of the things that we're doing, and that's probably why you guys don't fight because you're going to be judged off of that one moment yeah, all the time. And you know, the NBA is definitely you know we have a standard to the league. You know, you yeah. can never have that malice in the palace. You know no. what I'm saying? You can never. Because there's no place for it. There's no. There, there's you come to a basketball game to hoop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And once you hit over 18, the only thing that happens when you fight is you end up dead or in jail. Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying? And that's and at the end of the day, that's not the way you. Obviously, things come down to, but that's not the way you handle your problems. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's just God honest truth. You know? Yeah. I, Quick but, question: What time's your bus? Oh shit! What time is it? It's ten. Oh, I gotta get up out of here, Taylor. <laughs> I know. Just making sure. Is it ten fifteen? Yeah, it's ten fifteen. Taylor, you gotta get up out of here too. It's I ten o'clock. I can't believe it already is ten a.m. I know. Yeah, that. well, when you hang out with me and Brooke, the it, time just goes. It's five. just so much flies. fun. We, we've been around each other for almost three years. It's felt yeah. like. No, are you kidding me? Six. <laughs> oh no, I'm saying. No, no, no. Well, I'm not including Indy. In okay. Indy, I was a completely different person, True. so I don't count that. Like, I see. You, you know were still. Saying? You were still. No, you in a good way or a bad way. I was growing as a man. You were you were you were transitioning to manhood. Tra- yeah, I was transitioning. That's where I met you. It wasn't a blink. It, it was an indie. Yes, it okay. was an indie. We good. figured it out, guys. Because I'm like really good friends with Rob Laycock. There you go. Yes, that's what oh, it is. Oh, Rob okay. Laycock. Did not think we'd be talking about Rob Laycock <laughs> on this on this podcast. What today. That's what it is. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, Thank you so much for being with us. No, of course, no. This was a delight. Fun. No, it's this definitely so dope. No, Taylor, really appreciate it. Most of people. You know, like I said, we met 12 hours ago. We brought it up. It's awesome. Like, yo, you should do this. And legit, <laughs> honestly, like, I, you don't know me from Adam, but I would go out my way and do th- something like that for yes, somebody. So yeah. definitely, we definitely. Back to pre- our connections yeah, and yeah, no, relationships. Of yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Like I said, like, you came here at 8.50 a.m. Anytime. Moved your schedule around, did stuff. Like, as soon as we mentioned it, you're like, yeah, yeah. And we really appreciate it. And that's. So see now all of our mutual friends will know like I'm the cooler I'm like, friend, yeah. I'm the better friend. No, of course now now you have yeah now you have potential amongst our mutual friends to be cool. I'm like yeah I guess she's dependable. She'll show up as long as there's toast and grapefruit juice. Yeah, of yeah course, So right? shout out to you for the breakfast. Yeah, well me and Brooke we just try like I said we try to set the standard. Try. So when it comes down to it, just let everybody know we we give out snacks. We do, and, and uh, as we get bigger, even better things. Yeah, will we'll come. give out gifts yeah. probably. We'll give out you know, one day. Everybody likes Starbucks. We give out Starbucks. <laughs> Gifts and you know <laughs> trips to a blazer. Jeez, yes. we're getting big time now. Yeah. Thank you no, so much. Thank Taylor. you for having me. I appreciate it. You yeah, guys are a joy. Thank you. And ET, go get on that bus. Oh, yeah, and what sure. a game tonight, okay? Yeah. All oh, right, yeah, guys. No, absolutely. Oh yeah, we play tonight. I know, yeah, you play tonight. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us on Road Trippin', and we will see you next time.